Hello and happy Friday. Yes, guys, we made it to Friday. Finally, we got a great weekend of college football and NFL action. We had a great weekend this past weekend in the sports football world. And I'm here to break all that down and give my predictions for this upcoming weekend in college football and the NFL. L. Uh, but first, uh, make sure you follow on any streaming platform, any social media platform at Burgers and Brats. That's Burgers, Ampersand, Brats, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, anywhere you get your podcast at Burgers and Brats. And sip today with the latest news on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube at Burgers and Brats. Welcome in, everyone, to the Hefner Eye Care Studio. After I care, great staff, great products, great place to get your eyes checked. All the stylish contact, or all the stylish glasses, sunglasses, all the contacts you need. Just a great, great company for your eyes. Get your eyes uh, set to standard. Get that 2020 vision. Go see Hefner Eye Care. They're located on 5757 Northwest 132nd Street in Oklahoma City, and visit their website at Hefner Eye Care. Dot com and you they have a virtual try on where you don't even have to go out of your house you can go to their website try on the glasses right there for free just hold your face up to the camera see what you look like with the lenses and order them off of there you can also contact them schedule your appointment at 405-728-8853 that's 405-728-8853 so check them out, Hefner Eye Care, great, great place to get your eyes checked. So <coughs> we had a great, great weekend in college football. Sorry if I keep coughing, got got the coughs uh, this weekend, so I'll probably interrupt a little bit during this podcast, uh, but we'll try to get through this. Uh, week three is done in the, in the books in college football, week four coming up. I'm going to give my thoughts on uh, kind of the big stories from this past weekend. Uh, but first, uh, my top five uh, in this order for college football. Well, actually, let's give my top ten. Uh, number ten, I've got Tennessee. Uh, game day will be there this weekend. They look pretty, pretty good there. So Tennessee coming in at number ten, they have a chance to show off even more against Florida this this week. Number nine, I've got Oklahoma State. Haven't really been tested. Uh, pretty pretty good on offense this year, but just don't know yet. Um, we'll see once this uh, Big 12 action starts. Number eight, I've got USC. Caleb Williams uh, looking good on offense. The offense looks good. Their defense looks decent. Um, let's see if they can continue clicking. USC comes at number eight. Seven, the Kentucky Wildcats. The football school. Kentucky Wildcats with Mark Stoops. They are a top, top team, <coughs> at least for me. Uh, number six, I've got Clemson. I uh, don't really know what this team is right now. Their offense is putting up points, so DJ uh, Uglele is um, doing his part and finally scoring the football, which we didn't really think that he could do coming into the season, but they're putting up points. Defense uh, still, still pretty good, only giving up 14 points a game, so... 
Number five, I've got Oklahoma. They've looked really good on both cylinders, offense, and especially on the defensive side of the ball. A great win against their rival in Lincoln this past weekend against Nebraska. Oklahoma coming in at number five. Number four, Michigan. Uh, haven't really watched much of them, but I uh, know they are winning big, and uh, they haven't played anyone, but uh, we'll see starting this tough Big Ten schedule. Number three, Ohio State. Still not officially sold on them, even though I picked them to make the playoff, and uh, CJ Stroud is my Heisman, but I think they will start clicking uh, in a little bit. Number two, Alabama uh, put up a huge game last week. So um, so they look back to be rolling like the tide. So I got them at number two in Georgia. Just like they're the number one team in the nation. No one, I, they are the number one team. I don't see anyone competing with that right now. Uh, they are sole possession of number one. <coughs> so that is my top ten in college football. Some main stories from this past weekend. Uh, <coughs> sorry, there is my cough. Um, the biggest story of college football, Kansas Jayhawks are a football school. Come on, college game day. Why did we not go watch Kansas versus Duke in football this week? It's not a basketball game, a football game. Undefeated 3-0 Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, they're officially sold out for their game against Duke. Their first one since, I believe, 2019. And only their second sellout since 2009 for a football game. So... Uh, new beginnings in Kansas. Um, Oklahoma finally has a defense. Yeah, you heard that right. Oklahoma finally has a competent defense and a pretty good uh, offense, especially with the run, uh, run game. Jeff Levy, Alex, or Jeff uh, Levy and Brent Venables are cooking up a storm in Norman. Uh, also, uh, about uh, relating to Oklahoma and Nebraska. They need to hire Jesus uh, to save their football team because I don't know what will otherwise. Uh, I think they are in for a long, long uh, downfall. I mean, it's been going on for a few years, but uh, it is it is not great. Hey, they had a bunch of one-score games with Scott Frost. First one without Scott Frost, it was a 30-point <coughs> uh, loss. So not a one-score loss, uh, but it got even worse for Nebraska. So. Uh, Nebraska is going to have to find someone, and it will be hard to turn that football team around. Uh, also, another big story, Appalachian State is awesome. That was so cool, coming into uh, uh, Land, getting that win, stealing their college game day, game day going to Appalachian State, and just witnessing that incredible game winner on a Hail Mary. Uh, they're, they're a fun team, fun people, um, Love App State and following them since, I mean, they beat Michigan. I wasn't old enough to remember that, but uh, it's always in those close games against those big uh, uh, Power 5 teams. So, uh, Appalachian State is just a fun team to watch. That was awesome this weekend. Game day going there and (coughs) um, the way they won that game. Um, Lots of of variety, though, overall outside of the 7 through 18, uh, about 7 through 8 and... Um, the rankings in college football, there's, there's just not much teams outside of that, I think, that can win a national championship. Usually there are a few teams you're like, mm, I could see this team making a deep run. Maybe this team will get hot, win their conference, make it to a playoff, compete for one of these other teams, but just not seeing it this year so far. Yeah, we're only three weeks in, but um, may have to be see more than that.
Um, speaking of a team that was in the top five, and we are not seeing, we did not see great results from uh, Marcus Freeman and Notre Dame. He may not be that guy, uh, but I think we need to give him two years just to uh, wait and see uh, if uh, he can be. I mean, a, a good guy, um, hopefully a good coach. I think he, I think he can step up, get some wins. Uh, he's got a tough game against North Carolina this week. If he can get that, I think things can start turning around for this Notre Dame team. But it was it's embarrassing to lose to Marshall like that at home. Uh, it really is. Uh, Matthew McConaughey coached a great game in that one uh, to beat Notre Dame. But uh, Marcus Freeman, we'll see how that goes. But I think uh, Notre Dame needs to wait at least another year before they make their final decisions on that. Uh, another takeaway, Miami. Uh, wasn't really high on them coming into the season. Uh, and I think they are a little bit overrated, especially after what we saw in uh, Aggieland this past weekend, losing to Texas A&M. That offense was just not clicking. I don't know if you can give props to the Texas A&M defense, but uh, Miami uh, just did not look the part. Uh, Mario Cristobal, yeah, he's a good coach. Uh, we'll see if he, can, if he can get this Miami offense rolling. I mean, Oregon, he was known for Oregon for his offense. Uh, see if um, Miami gets more offense, but I think right now their season is pretty much over. They win the ACC still. But uh, uphill battle right now. I think you just got to beat Clemson. Though. That's all you got to beat. And then uh, speaking of Oregon, uh, I think we saw that Oregon isn't bad. Georgia is just that good. Oregon had that huge win against BYU this weekend uh, at home. Or, yeah, at home. And then, we, I mean, we saw week one. Georgia just beat the daylights out of Oregon. And we thought, Oregon, hey, Oregon's not a good team. But BYU earlier beat Baylor at home, who was a top-10 team at the time. And now we saw Oregon beating BYU. So I think this Georgia team, like I said earlier, it's Georgia and everybody else. Now, for some picks this weekend, uh, let's start with a late, late Pac-12 after dark game. Number 7, USC at Oregon State. USA, USC a touchdown and a half-point favorite, six-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, USC, this this will be their first kind kind of test. I mean, Fresno State was a decent test. I, this will be a better test than uh, Fresno State. Um, both teams are high-powered on the offensive end. Um, we do know Lincoln Riley does like to lose one or two of these games a year um, when he was at Oklahoma. But uh, he's, got, he's got a really good-looking team right now, Caleb Williams. Uh, no interceptions on the year. Uh, can he continue this? I think he can. Um, their running backs, uh, Jones and uh, Die, each rushed for over nine yards per carry last week. So, I mean, this offense is go getting rolling on the ground and air air attack. Um, Oregon, uh, I mean, USC is averaging 50 points per game, but their competition has not been much. Oregon State averaging 46 points a game. So you see both these teams are going to be super, super high-powered offense. This is going to be a super high-scoring game, um, which Lincoln Riley is uh, no stranger to. He has won uh, dozens of these uh, high-scoring games in the Big 12. But I just don't trust Oregon State just yet to win a big game like this. I mean, they had their best record last year since they've had in 2013. Um, I do think this game can be close. I think Oregon State has a chance to win this game just because we haven't really seen or or USC play anyone and they coming off a 5-7 and seven season last year or 4-8 and eight season. 
Uh, but for right now, I'm going USC over Oregon State. Next game we got is, yes, Duke versus Kansas. That's right, in football. And Kansas is a seven and a half point favorite. Yeah, guys, we're three weeks into the football season, and these two teams, these blue bloods in basketball, are undefeated in football. Um, Kansas has scored, get this, 53 points per game. <laughs> and they are averaging 259 rushing yards per game. These are top, these are top five uh, stats. These are, they are top five team on offense. In football, yes. Um, I uh, didn't think Kansas uh, would be this good. Uh, Leopold has got this team just rolling, and I think that Nebraska just needs to offer him a blank check. Whatever he wants, $100 million, whatever Leopold wants, Nebraska needs to offer it to him for turning this Kansas team around. Hey, they're not fully turned around yet. They're 3-0, but this team could easily be 6-0 heading into uh, their game against Oklahoma. They got Iowa State um, uh, left, and then uh, just uh, easy schedule. So uh, this Kansas team could be 6-0 heading into Norman to play the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, I think this game will be pretty close, uh, at least for a while. I think Kansas probably pulls out in the fourth quarter. I mean, they're scoring 43 or 53 points a game. Duke does. Duke's defense isn't uh, great, but you know, this is going to be a fun game to watch, and I'm going to be watching this one. Game day, you missed out on it. Home sellout for Kansas football. For second time since 2009. First time since 2019. Give me the Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, next game we got uh, going with uh, number 10, Arkansas, going to number 23, Texas A&M. Uh, should be a great game. Was a great game last year uh, in the SEC. AM is favored by two points this game. Both super high expectations on the year, uh, but I think I think they're just getting through. I mean, AM had that good, uh, had a solid win against uh, a top 15 team in Miami. Don't know how good Miami is. I think they're a little bit overrated. Arkansas had that great Week One win against Cincinnati. Um, but then just struggled against Missouri State until they pulled out in the fourth uh, this past weekend. Um, don't really know what each team is yet. Uh, I see K.J. Jefferson, though, making a ton of plays down the stretch for uh, this Arkansas team, and their running back Sanders, six yards per carry. Um, Arkansas uh, have to get much better on the pass defense, uh, one of the worst teams in college football. Hey, but lucky for Arkansas, Texas A&M doesn't know how to pass the ball. Uh, so uh, that's good good, good news for uh, this Arkansas defense because they don't have to worry about it. Just stop the run in A&M. Uh, A&M's got to stop the pass and the run, especially with K.J. Jefferson, who can do both of those things. Uh, should be should be a good game to watch. Uh, it, I, it's, really a, it's really a toss-up on this game, but I'm going to go with the away team. Arkansas Razorbacks. I think Sam Pittman is doing a better job than Jimbo Fisher is. And I uh, A&M has the has the more stars, but I think I'm going to go with Arkansas to win this game and just sink Jimbo Fisher and this A&M team and just prove how overrated uh, Jimbo Fisher really is.
Uh, next, uh, going with the number five Clemson Tigers heading to the 21-ranked Demon Deacons in Wake Forest. Uh, Clemson, a touchdown and extra point favorite on the road. Clemson has won 14 straight against uh, Wake Forest, and Clemson is uh, just allowing 14 points per game, but they're 86th in the nation in their pass defense. And <coughs> as we know, this Wake Forest team will put up uh, a ton of points last year, a ton of points this year, uh, with their quarterback Sam Hartman, who is just a prolific pocket passer, and the 10th Tenth uh, uh, ranked pocket passer or tenth overall in uh, pocket passer rating um, in ACC history. Yeah, history. Sam Pittman or Sam Hartman uh, is that good of a passer and has that many yards. So uh, this Wake Forest team knows how to score the ball, knows how to pass the ball. I've <coughs> sorry guys, there's that cough, but uh, Clemson is definitely giving up more than fourteen points. In this game, um, Wake Forest, though, they got to find uh, a way to have some rushing attack, have some uh, counterability or some counter to their air air attack. Uh, be, slow this Clemson team down. Don't let them get on the field that much. Let this Wake Forest team, their defense, catch their breath uh, in between series. And I think whoever has uh, the less turnovers and the ball at the end of the game uh, at least in the last few possessions, wins this game. And I have not been sold on Clemson uh, this year. I know they're putting up a lot of points, not giving up a lot. But at home, against this Wake Forest team with one of the top 10 quarterbacks in ACC history, give me the Demon Deacons in my upset pick of the week over uh, the Clemson Tigers. <coughs> and then finally, Game day location, uh, number 20, Florida, heads to number 11, Tennessee and the Shosh Heupel team, who was favored by 10.5 points. Um, Florida had that great start to the Billy Napier career with that win against Utah in week one. But ever since then, it's just kind of been falling apart. They had that loss to Kentucky at home um, in the swamp and then beating South Florida by three points, which a game should have gone into overtime. Uh, at the end of the game, but uh, Florida just barely escaped. Uh, Florida is 121st in the nation in passing yards, so we know it's going to be a run, 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 run game for the Florida Gators. Get the ball on the ground. Don't put it in the air at all. Uh, Anthony Richardson is uh, has only thrown for just over 400 yards, zero touchdowns, and four interceptions on the year. You're not going to win games against good opponents when your quarterback has zero passing touchdowns and four interceptions through three games into the season. Uh, Florida, you gotta slow this game down uh, with your versatile with your completely uh, versatile running attack. That's the only way you're gonna stay in this game. Just keep the ball out of Tennessee and Josh Heupel's hands. Uh, the team. The Tennessee offense uh, is just clicking on all cylinders right now, putting up tons of points. I mean, that's why they're the number 11 team in the nation. And with a big win here, I think they can move up into the top 10. Um, <coughs> just Florida got to force uh, just force Tennessee to run the ball because uh, 
counter to Florida's great running attack. Tennessee is not great on the run, but they have a pretty decent running game. And then also flip for Tennessee. Just force Florida to throw the ball, and you're going to get about two interceptions in this game. Load the box, force them to throw. Uh, <coughs> it is a rivalry game, though, so anything can happen in this game. But I think Tennessee pulls away in the second half and goes on to win pretty handily. So give me the Tennessee Volunteers over the Florida Gators. Um, so that is the college football segment. I'm come with my picks, but uh, also I got the lock of the week. Burgers and Brats lock of the week for this week. Give me Oklahoma minus 12.5 point favorite against Kansas State uh, and Norman. I think Oklahoma putting up too many points right now. Defense is only giving up 10 points per game. Uh, Kansas State just lost to Tulane at home in a 17-10 loss. I don't see K-State scoring many points, and I see them giving up a lot of points. Just not a great start. Great season for uh, Kleiman. I think OU minus 12.5, easily a two-touchdown victory over Kansas State. So that is my college football segment. Uh, for this week so take those picks to the bank later on we'll be having cole harris our betting expert for burgers and brats uh, joining to break down some more bets Uh, but now let's move on to the nfl week two action it's finally in the books um (coughs) what a weekend for comebacks guys um but before we dig into all that uh let's check out on this day in history my favorite segment sponsored by hefner eye care uh, Hefner Eye Care, uh, located on 5757 West, 132nd Street in Oklahoma City. Uh, great eye care, uh, great con- great eyeglasses, sunglasses, the most stylish brands, uh, styles you can find, any types, Maui's, Nike's, you got the Parker's, uh, anything you can think of, they've got it. Uh, call them, schedule your next eye exam, eye appointment at 405-728-8855. Or five three, four five seven two eight 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 five three. So, uh, on this day in history, nineteen seventy three, uh, the Battle of the Sexes. Billy Jean King beats Bobby Riggs uh, in the famous Battle of the Sexes tennis match. Yeah, guys, nineteen seventy three. I wasn't there for that, but I do. Uh, we that is a very very important moment in. Uh, women's, I mean, sports history, women's history, anything, uh, just world history. Uh, Battle of the Sexes, Billie Jean King. Uh, 1937, The Hobbit is published. I did not know that was in 1937. I thought it was just uh, one of those movies that just recently came out. But 1937, The Hobbit was uh, first created and published. And then 1994, Friends. The TV sitcom debuts on NBC. Nineteen ninety four, guys. I wasn't even alive then, but um, never fully seen it. Let me know what you guys think of Friends on Twitter or Instagram. Just type it in. Let me know uh, your thoughts on the TV shows. Underrated, overrated. Let me know. And then some happy birthdays to give out. Uh, <coughs> we got <coughs> sorry, Upton Sinclair. Stephen King and Bill Murray, uh, legends. Uh, great, great birthdays on this day. Now, let's move in to the NFL. 
Uh, some of the top stories from the week, uh, like I mentioned, just what a weekend of the comebacks. I mean, the Cardinals were down 7-23 in the fourth quarter and came back one in overtime in a great overtime game. Um, Kyler Murray, man, that guy is special. That man is that man. He is a special dude. Jets down 13 points with one minute and 40 seconds left to come back and win that game. Yeah, they were down 13 with less than two minutes left, and they came back and won. Uh, Miami was down by 21, 28 points. The Baltimore Ravens came back and won. Tua put up like six touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Uh, a Miami team is going to be fun to watch. Uh, what a what a great weekend it called in the NFL, and hopefully we see another great weekend uh, for Week Three. Uh, some other headlines: Roger still owns the Bears, guys. Aaron Rodgers. He is still the sole owner of the Chicago Bears, getting a win against them on Sunday Night Football. Uh, Trey Lance, uh, done for the year, sadly. Um, sad to see, I mean, young kid uh, finally getting his first start uh, in the big leagues and having it come uh, come to an end like this with a broken ankle. Uh, not even one, two games in to, to his uh, first season or his first uh, starting season. So sad to see that. 49ers, uh, luckily they kept Jimmy Garoppolo and did not trade him, uh, so they are in for another, I think, deep playoff run with the 49ers. Uh, Bucks and Brady, they keep winning, but it's looking sloppy. Uh, Got to get some points on offense, and it's not going to happen this week when their top receivers are out, some to suspension, some to injury, uh, but Brady, uh, Father Tom, I think is catching up. Thank goodness for their defense. Giants, the New York Football Giants are 2-0 for the first time since 2019. <coughs> Not pretty, but they're getting wins, and wins are all that matter. Uh, Cooper Rush, I think it's safe to say, is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. Nah, I'm just kidding, guys. But Cooper Rush did get the Cowboys a win against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals uh, after that Dak Prescott injury to his thumb. Cooper Rush will make the other uh, the next start this weekend and see if he can get them another win. <coughs> um, on the opposite end of that, the Bengals, 0-2, still struggling. <coughs> Coming off that uh, great season last year where they made it to the Super Bowl. Hey, guys, I was saying the Bengals are going to struggle this year. It always happens with the loser of the Super Bowl. They come back and they struggle, and they do not make the playoffs. Uh, the following there. Detroit. The Detroit Lions can score some football, guys. They are putting up points, and they are looking pretty good at 1-1. One one. <coughs> uh, Carolina, Baker, Matt Rule, they cannot find the end zone. Uh, gotta, get, gotta get points. They are getting field goals, and that's not enough. That's how they're losing these games. But once they can finally start putting sixes up on the board, uh, they're going to be a dangerous team to beat. They're starting to click a little more, but they got to get touchdowns, not field goals. <coughs> the defending Super Bowl champs, uh, Rams win the 1-1, one one, but their defense lacks. Uh, giving up a lot of points. Almost had another major comeback uh, with the Rams and the, uh, Atlanta, ha- or the Atlanta Falcons, but luckily... Uh, there was not enough time on the board for the Falcons to come back. But if there were a few more minutes, they would have, and we would have been talking about another major comeback with the Falcons and the Rams. Rams have got to step it up. 
Um, but their offense uh, still looking okay. I uh, don't see them winning another the Super Bowl this year, but uh, still a little surprising come, uh, for this Rams team. The Bills, Super Bowl champs, guys. 2022 Super Bowl champs. Book it now. <laughs> the Bills look perfect. They look amazing. They are just thrashing everyone. Offense, defense, they are the team to beat. And that is it. Now, <coughs> and speaking of, already giving awards, Hurts, Jalen Hurts, MVP. Yep, calling out. Team is Eagles are 2-0. He's looking phenomenal. This is the team to beat in the NFC, and they are the NFC champs. Just give it to them, guys. Just give it to the Philadelphia Eagles. But yeah, Jalen Hurts, Eagles, they look amazing. Now, let's go through my top 10 after week three, entering week three NFL rankings. Number 10, I've got the Arizona Cardinals. Number nine, Baltimore Ravens. Number eight, Los Angeles Chargers. Seven, the Green Bay Packers. Number six, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Those two could obviously switch after the end of this week. Number five, the Rams. Number four, the Miami Dolphins. <coughs> Number three, the Philadelphia Eagles. Number two, Kansas City Chiefs, and obviously number one, the Buffalo Bills. Now, for my picks, uh, top games coming up in the NFL this week, let's start with Baltimore and New England. Uh, Lamar Jackson betting on himself, and that betting man is a smart man because that dude, I know they got a loss uh, this last week, but that man is putting up numbers you would not believe. Um He's learning himself a massive contract. He's already got six touchdowns on the year. Two games in, he's already got six total touchdowns. Uh, Baltimore, though, their defense, dead last in pass defense and overall. So, I'm glad I did not take the Baltimore defense in fantasy when I had the chance. Because, oh baby, I am so glad right now. Because I would not be getting any points from them. Uh, but the Baltimore, just get some stops, guys. It's not hard to get stops in the NFL. Uh, but apparently it is for Baltimore. Uh, Lamar's going to have to do it all himself on the offensive side. This offense is going to have score points on every possession to stay in games, to win games. I don't. I just don't think Mac Jones, though, has enough to score on the offensive side uh, to go against this Baltimore defense. I mean, hey, it, this defense might be the la- like the last supper. Everyone's eaten. Um, but I, I think the... Baltimore Ravens just have too much on the offensive power. Again, a few more uh, key defense players back for their defense. And I think Baltimore uh, goes into New England as a a three-point favorite and gets the win. I think by more than three, I think maybe by a touchdown or more, Baltimore can win this game. And then uh, Sunday Night Football, San Francisco at Denver. San Francisco is actually a one-and-a-half-point favorite. That's because Jimmy Garoppolo is back in the mix. I think 49er fans are sad that Trey Lance got injured everything, but I think this uh, 49ers fans know Jimmy G is uh, can and more than likely will lead this team to the playoffs and can definitely, we've seen, lead them to a deep playoff run and definitely to the NFC Championship. Over Trey Lance, we were unknown about that because it was his first year. And hey, maybe he could have done better and got 
this 49ers team to the Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl. But uh, safe option or safe bet for Jimmy G to take his team to the playoffs. Um, Hackett, man, this is some of the worst debut coaching for a first-year head coach that I've ever seen in my life. This is atrocious. It is awful. Nathaniel Hackett is having one of the worst starts to calling football games as a head coach that I've ever seen. It is pitiful watching this Broncos team on offense. It is awful. They are the worst team in offensive penalties. They are the most penalized team on the offensive side of the ball with false starts, delay of games. It is it is mind-boggling and just hurtful, hurting my eyes to watch this. I think Nathaniel Hackett just needs to let Russ cook. Stop thinking so much. Just put the ball in your quarterback's hands who you paid $250 million for. Yeah, you're you're an offensive coach, but let Russ do his thing because this man has been to Super Bowls. He has won major games. He has put up he has put up dozens of points in the, in these uh big games. Just let Russ do Russ. Let listen to him. Don't don't be talking to him. Let Russ do his thing, Hackett. Get the ball into his hands. Let him make some decisions. And if not, let your defense, let your defense take control because they've been doing great. Denver's defense is still there. They're still giving up a few points a game. <coughs> but got to open it up on the offensive side of the ball if you want to win these big-time games. Uh, 49ers, um, we're going to have a good attack, a uh, new attack with Jimmy G. Uh, luckily, these teams have seen uh, Jimmy G's film so they're going to know what to expect and they are number uh, San Francisco is the first overall team or number one overall in the league on the defensive side of the ball Denver is third overall in the league uh, this is, is going to be a fun Sunday night football game and but it's going to be super low scoring and we've seen that with the Denver game so far they just can't find the end zone but I think that Denver at home gets the win. But I would not be shocked if San Francisco and Jimmy G go in, take care of business, get it, get a huge road win, and set themselves up for a uh, trip to the playoffs. So, but right now I'm going Denver uh, for the win. Uh, next, let's go on to a uh, what should be a good game with uh, in, in the NFC West, the Los Angeles Rams heading to Arizona to face Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Uh, <coughs> the NFC battle of high-powered offense versus high-powered offense. Uh, whoever wins this will lead uh, the division and be in a pretty pretty good shape for uh, this uh, for the season to, uh, for the rest of the season. Stafford, though, uh, after coming off Super Bowl MVP, Super Bowl, or not Super Bowl MVP, Super Bowl win, five interceptions on the year. We're only through two games. Matt Stafford has five interceptions. Rams leading rusher doesn't even have over 100 yards uh, on, the, on the season yet. Uh, can Arizona the State, though, uh, finally have this fast start that, I mean, They've just been looking for it. Every game for them has just been slow, 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 uh, and then finally getting hot towards the end. But, hey, sometimes the game's out of reach. But, I mean, last week it wasn't. Uh, we saw that great fourth quarter comeback with Kyler Murray in overtime. 
Uh, right, uh, Arizona or the Rams are a three and a half point favorite right now. I'm going with the Rams just because I, I don't know how this uh, Cardinals team is gonna how this Cardinals team is gonna come out if they're gonna come out flat like they have been, uh, which I don't think think will work. in Sean McVay and this Rams team has been there, and Matt Stafford, this quarterback who is. Uh, knows how to uh, finish games and get points on the board. It works against the Raiders, but I don't know if it's going to work against this good Rams, uh, the, the, the defending Super Bowl uh, champions. I'm taking the Rams over Arizona, but would completely believe it, you if you picked the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, and then next, going to uh, the battle between the 12s. Green Bay heads to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, one and a half point favorite. Rodgers versus Brady again. Both teams a pretty slow start offensively. Uh, Green Bay did uh, look like uh, fill into their shoes uh, this past weekend against the Bears. Uh, finally putting some points on the board. Their defense looking good. Uh, Tampa Bay though just not much going for them uh, on the offense side of the ball. Defense I mean number two in the league right now. Uh, Brady is is his head really in the game like we see? I mean, he gets every Wednesday off. He took that time off during uh, the training camp. He, he just not looked like his TB12 self. So I don't know how much that's going to uh, play into this game. He does rank 24th overall in yards uh, per game. So that's not really what we see out of Brady. We see him as a great passer, getting gr- many, many yards uh each game and usually leading the league in passing. I think there's going to be a lot of rushing. Uh, Aaron Jones, Dylan Gabriel, lots of use of that. And I think this is going to be a long or a short game with uh, very, very few points. Uh, Tampa Bay, though, getting the win. Tom Brady just finds ways to win these types of games. So give me the Tampa Bay Bucks over the Green Bay Packers. And then finally, for our uh, last game of the podcast for the NFL this week, uh, Buffalo at Miami. Uh, Buffalo, a five-and-a-half-point favorite. This is going to be a such a fun game to watch. I mean, two just high-powered offenses, uh, just what we saw last week in the first two weeks. Both teams 2-0. and Buffalo is who we thought they were, and even better than that. It is just clicking on every single cylinder for that offense, defense, special teams. They are, uh, this team is looking like Super Bowl or bust. I mean, it has been for the last two years, but it is definitely Super Bowl or bust kind of year this year. Miami, though, they are exceeding expectations. I knew they'd be pretty decent uh, with uh, adding Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, getting another year under his belt. Great receiver there. Tua uh, learning the system. Getting, getting, uh, making the plays that he made in college and getting it to his uh, playmakers. Two of six touchdowns last week. Can he reciprocate? Don't think it'll be that many against this Buffalo Bills defense. Can he go for three? Yeah, probably. Uh, maybe two. Uh, may, may, might need to use the rushing, rushing game more uh, just to keep this Buffalo defense on the field, tire them out, and uh, keep the Buffalo offense off the field. Uh, Tua leads the league in pass yards, so expect a lot of high quality or uh, a lot of pass, a lot of passing attempts uh, this year or this week. <coughs> Sorry for the coughing. Uh, 
but they gotta find a solid, solid rushing attack. Get Tyreek Hill involved, get Shannon Waddle involved, throw out some schemes, throw out those uh, screen passes, get those five, 10 yard gainers uh, every time. Uh, I just don't think the Miami defense uh, can get stops though, like the number two overall Buffalo defense. Um, I, I don't see it happen. Uh, Buffalo, too many, too many weapons. Also, uh, Miami's got the weapons too, but I mean their defense, oh, it's too good. It is too good. It's going to be a high-scoring match. Uh, Two of though against the Bills. One touchdown, four interceptions all time against them. So, uh, in his few years in the league, two only has one touchdown and a total of four ints against the Buffalo Bills. Will history repeat itself here? Uh, I think Tua finally gets some more TDs and maybe ties it up with his interception ratio against the Bills. But it's going to be a high-scoring match. So, so much fun to watch. But I'm taking the Buffalo Bills in a nail. It might it'd probably be close. Um, Bills probably pull away maybe in the uh, second half, maybe fourth quarter. But Bills in this one in Miami. And then my lock of the week, I'm going with the easiest decision of the week. The Chiefs, six and a half point favorites against the Colts. This Colts team is awful, guys. This Chiefs team is great, guys. Uh, just the Colts are not clicking. 0-2 just had a shutout 27-0 loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Give me the Chiefs winning by more than one touchdown. Or winning by more than one touchdown and actually point in this. Come on, guys. This is the easiest bet of the year. Give me the Chiefs winning big in Indianapolis. So that is my NFL segment. Take those picks to the bank, guys. Uh, We got Cole Harris coming up in just a minute to talk some sports betting and gambling and where to put your money on prop bets for this weekend. Uh, Before he joins us, let's go ahead and share my burger and brat. I haven't been on in a few weeks. Uh, Haven't talked about the legendary passing or the legendary woman and the sad passing of Queen Elizabeth II who is just 96 years old and reigned for 70 years, longest ever, um, finally laid to rest uh, this past Monday. But uh, it was sad. It was sad. Kind of unexpected with Queen Elizabeth. Uh, knew she was old, but we thought she would live forever. Uh, sad to see her go. She was fun, great fashion. Just one of the best uh, fashion icons in the world. A great leader and uh, insane how long she got to live and reign over uh the country so giving sharing my burger and brought with uh, queen elizabeth ii so uh now let's welcome in cole harris thanks for coming on to give us some insight into some of these uh games for this weekend yeah of course thanks for having me again all right so let's start with the florida tennessee game tennessee a 10 and a half point favorite what do you got there uh tennessee 10 and a half a little too much for me. I think Florida could possibly win this game. Uh, so I'm definitely going to give them 10.5. That's not what I said. Ah, I think you, Tennessee wins this pretty handily. You got Tennessee winning big? I think it's pretty I think it's pretty uh, close in the first half. Tennessee pulls away in the second half pretty easily. Um, all right, USC, Oregon State. USA, USC a 6.5 point favorite against the Beavers. Yeah, this is uh, this was my lock of the week. Um, so I'm I'm taking USC, and uh, I the the defense is bad, but 
Uh, I expect them to score more than two touchdowns than Oregon State. So any any chance for a Beavers upset? It is Pac-12 after dark, eight thirty p.m. or nine thirty p.m. Eastern time, seven thirty out there. Man, it's Pac-12 is crazy every year. I'm I'm not. I mean, it, it could happen, you know. But this is my lock of the week, so I'm gonna say no. Uh, Arkansas at Texas A&M. A&M a two point favorite. I think this game is a swing toss up. This game could go either way. I honestly think you look at the roster of both teams. I want to say A&M is more than a two and a half point favorite. This is the neutral site. This is the Arkansas. This is the you know small dog. I I still think A&M is too strong. Um, I think they cover that. I think this game could be double-digit spread, but a late touchdown to get there. All right. So you have A&M. A&M winning big. Yeah, a touchdown, touchdown right. and a half, somewhere around there. I got Arkansas. So, so You got Arkansas it. winning this game. Okay. It, it's a toss-up. I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know about – I don't know either team yet. I really don't. Uh, and then the game of the week, guys. Duke and Kansas. Kansas a seven and a half point favorite against the Blue Devils in football. <laughs> Who you got? Hey, listen, I, I got a. <laughs> Who you I, got, Cole? Listen, I don't know what to say about these two teams. I gotta watch these a little bit more. Um, Kansas fifty three points per game. Yeah, I gotta have to. I have to watch these two teams a little bit more. I'm not. I don't pay attention to Kansas and Duke of football. Uh, I'll say you said what Kansas seven and a half. Yes. Me not knowing anything, let's just take Kansas money line. We'll 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 play the favorite here. That's me not knowing anything about these two teams. I'm taking Kansas money line too right there. All right, and then my upset of the week, the uh Wake Forest Demon Deacons uh welcome in Clemson to their place. Uh Clemson a touchdown and extra point favorite. Come on now. This is your upset too? This is my upset pick. Come on now. This is my upset pick too. Right. I had uh, Wake Forest in this game. This is so when you have both of us picking an underdog upset money line, this is a great opportunity for you guys to go throw two or three units on Wake Forest spread. Don't, you don't have to do the money line like us, but we expect them to cover Wake Forest spread two or three units on it. Make some money this weekend. Yeah, I mean, this Wake Forest offense. I mean, They're going to put up points. Clemson's defense, 86 overall in the country yeah, right now. I mean, it's... On passing defense. So, And then my lock of the week, tell me how good this one is. Uh, OU, 12 and a half versus K-State. OU given 12 and a half. Man, as OU graduates, I want to agree with you, man. Um, I, I'm, I'm not there. Kansas State is literally our kryptonite, I feel like. This team lost to a two-lane team by seven at home last week. I understand that. OU has given up 10 points per game. We're about to let probably Deuce Vaughn go off for <laughs> 200 plus yards. Um, listen, I don't, I'm not taking a lock on this. Oklahoma minus 12 and a half. Oklahoma came out slow against Kent State. Uh, gave up a touchdown against Nebraska early. You think they're going to start slow? They end up steamrolling. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to read this Oklahoma team just quite yet. 12 and a half is too much to make them my lock of the week. I'm probably faded it, knowing that Kansas State knows how to play against us. Um, I don't know. Oklahoma money line, Kansas State plus 12.5. Play the spread. You could win both. So there you go. All right. And then actually some of my games have changed already. Uh, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, a PK. 
Uh, was, Money line pick, okay. It was a one and a half point favorite for Tampa Bay until today. I've got Tampa Bay in this one. Who you got? Yeah, I got Tampa Bay in this game. Brady's got to, you know, turn it on at some point. I don't know if it's going to come against Green Bay's defense. Um, but turning it on, he has two passing touchdowns this season in two games. I expect him to get two, you know, this weekend against Green Bay. So, 24th uh, ranked quarterback in passing yards this season. So not great. Um, Baltimore at New England. Baltimore a three-point favorite. Baltimore three-point favorite at home? Yes, at New England. Baltimore three-point favorite at New England? Give me New England money line. Give me the upset underdog here. Bill Belichick, three-point underdog at home? Not happening. Give me the money line for New England. Not happening. Anytime Belichick is underdog at home, you have to take that money line, even if that's just smart money right there. Come on now. All right, they do have a common opponent, Miami Dolphins. Where they lost seven to twenty in the first week, and then beat Steelers seventeen to fourteen. This this Patriots team is not putting up points. They're no. not putting up points against this awful Baltimore defense. Okay, but how many points is Baltimore going to put up in New England? Um, at least twenty-eight. At least twenty-eight. At least. Absolutely not. It's Baltimore. <laughs> Absolutely not, dude. <laughs> Did hey. J.K. Dobbins just get healthy? He's con- he's playing this week. Dude, no. This Baltimore no. defense, 32nd overall. No, I'm taking New England money line here. I'm saying low-scoring game. I'm going to say 2013, 2017, that area. This is what – when Bill Belichick has – he's going to prepare to lock down Andrews and make Lamar throw deep to Devin DuVernay or Bateman. Which he's going to have safety help. Like I, Bill Belichick's a genius. I expect him to come out and lock down and make NFL fans and Baltimore fans think, what the heck just happened to us today? That's how good Belichick is. All right. Uh, Buffalo at Miami. This should be a phenomenal game. Buffalo, a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, this is my game of the week. You said five-and-a-half-point favorite? Yes. Ooh, that's too much in this game. I think Buffalo can cover. It's gonna be high. I think it'll be high scoring, but I think Bills' defense is it's way in too Buffalo? much. Miami. It's in Miami. I don't think that really matters for Miami. Yeah, they don't really sell out. Tua, one touchdown, four interceptions all time against the Bills. Ooh, give me Buffalo money line on the road. Smart pick. Smart pick. All right, two more to go. Uh, San Francisco, actually three more. Uh, San Francisco at Denver. Uh, San Francisco, a one and a half point favorite on the road. San Francisco against Nathaniel Hack and his awful coaching. No, I'm taking Denver here. Smart um, man, smart I'm man, taking baby. Denver, smart and man. You said only by a point and a half. Point and a half, San Francisco. A point and a half underdogs. Wow. Denver. Okay. Denver is a point and a half. There we underdog. go. There's your parlay of the weekend right there. Denver money line, New England money line. Don't play those straight. Both teams at home as underdogs. We're riding that, dude. We're riding that parlay. Okay, let's let's check back on this after Monday. But yes, I'm keeping an eye on that little parlay there. All right, uh, Los Angeles Rams. Three and a half point favorite at the Cardinals. I'm, I picked the Rams, but man, I really want to pick the Cardinals here. But I think it's too late for me to change. 
Yeah, man, I, I don't know. Stafford hasn't played that great. Five interceptions on the year. He hasn't played that great, but I don't know. I, I, Rams, I still... Rams have had the Cardinals numbers the last few years. Yeah, I'm going to go Rams here. I'm going to go Rams. All right. So taking the Rams in three and a half? Ooh. <coughs> it could be three. It could be four, man. That's easy. Give me Cardinals plus three and a half. All right. And then my lock of the week, which I'm looking at right now, just got even better. Kansas City, only a five and a half point favorite at the Colts. Guys, come on. This is the easiest lock of the, lock of the century right here. Chiefs are winning by touchdowns and touchdowns against this Colts team. Go throw money at that. Throw your life savings at that pick, please. I agree with him. Uh, I think I'm going to put that as a little parlay. I'm going to put those four in a parlay. I really like that. Okay, so New England money line. We had, what was the last money line? Denver. I want Denver money line, New England, Denver money line, and then the last two spread picks. I'm going to do Cardinals plus three and a half. I'm not going to take their money line quite at home against the Rams. But shoot, in the parlay, I'm going to give them a field goal. Okay. And then what was that last one? Six and a half? Five and a half. Five and a half? It was six and a half. It was six and a half the last few days, and now it just dropped. We're locking that in right now. <laughs> I'm literally on action right now, guys. I'm sending it, and it's going to be a Burgers and Brats play this week, that little four parlay. Now, most of you guys know. Do you have anything else before I get into prize picks? Nothing else. Okay. A lot of you guys know I've probably been doing prize picks. I moved over to a different Twitter account, if many of you don't know. I will we'll get it back up in the socials. But I wanted to run a five pick for Saturday and Sunday. Uh, my Saturday in a uh, college football lineup. Let's go check it out. I'm mixing and matching all these, doing power twos with all of them. The five pick. 11 a.m. kickoff. Nicholas Singleton. 84 and a half rushing yards. Penn State running back. We that we don't know what they're going to do with the quarterback situation. Uh, Clifford was pulled out kind of early last week. I don't know what it was. Was I don't know if it was injury or they wanted to test something out. But we kind of lost on Clifford's over on fantasy last week at nineteen and a half when he needed twenty and he got pulled at halftime. He did so well for us. Uh, but we're going to leave the Singleton in here. He played pretty much the full game. He's hit this number both weeks. Um, he's going to play three, if not. You know, full quarters. Uh, his over 84.5. Our 230 game is going to be uh, Michael Mayer, uh, Notre Dame tight end. His numbers are just dropping. We're going to buy the dip. Uh, projected receptions at four, it's just way too low. Um, he's right now scheduled, projected at 60 yards, a fantasy score of 14. Uh, so if he's doing something, he's got to be getting receptions, and they do throw a lot of screen routes to him. Uh, this number is just too low. Uh, he's hit it four out of the last five games. Uh, yeah, I'm expecting a sixth or seventh catch for him in this game. Our night slate, Deuce Vaughn, projected rushing and receiving yards only at 100.5. OU's defense has looked really good. It hasn't been against great teams. Kansas State has our number. Um, it's got to go through Deuce Vaughn. I imagine Kansas State at least getting 250 yards in this game. 
um, if not a shootout. And one player having 100 of this? And one player having 100 of that. Um, I, He should be taking about 40 to 45% of their total yards. Um, yeah, that number's just insanely too low. He averages 128 rushing yards his last four, his last five games. So, uh, and then lastly, uh, we're gonna do Ohio State game in Wisconsin. Every year, or every time, I feel like Ohio State plays Wisconsin. It's a highly ranked matchup, and then Wisconsin does not play well at all. That's Wisconsin football. <laughs> so we are taking the passing yards for C.J. Stroud at 335.5. We're going to go over. And then we're also going to go with, oh, man, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Emika Egbuka. This dude has a touchdown in every game. Highly, re- highly recruited, five-star recruit, looking like their number one wideout. He's going to get one of the three or four touchdowns that CJ is going to throw. CJ's at three touchdowns. I wouldn't take the over on that. Um, he's going to push at least, but getting that fourth is not really worth it. Just take his yards. That's my five pick for Saturday. Five pick for Sunday. Really like these more. Um, I'm expecting, honestly, five out of five here. I really like these five. Jameis Winston, 215 yards. Um, against Carolina, I think he's going to go pretty much 250. Uh, he threw for 236 last week, and his back was hurt. So I think he's going to hit 215 pretty easily. Um, we're also going to take one of his wideouts, Chris Olave. Uh, his over at 38.5. Just expect Carolina to be on Michael Thomas, trying to stop him a little bit more. And he's going to be using the slot, also outside. He's also hit this number in both weeks, and he's just going to get more playing time as weeks come. So we're taking his over at 38.5. Jonathan Taylor, I don't want to take his full game rushing yards against Kansas City because in the second half, they're, they could be forced to throw a little bit more. So we're going to take his first half rushing yards. No matter what, the game script is going to be Jonathan Taylor in the first half, and it's going to be keep Patrick Mahomes off the field as much as we can. So they're going to run it a lot. We're going to take his over for first half rushing yards at 41.5. And, and then... Um, Lastly, we're going to take Dallas Goddard over nine and a half fantasy score. Um, I expect him to probably score a touchdown in this game, and that's going to be easy to get with a touchdown. Um, he also could have, you know, five catches, fifty yards, four, you know, four catches, fifty-six, anywhere around there um, is an easy hit. He just can't fumble, so I expect him to get those numbers as well. All five of those picks. Man, I really like... Oh, that's only four. I didn't say last one. Uh, Travis Etienne, our only three o'clock game. If we go four for four, we'll be relying on Travis Etienne's receiving yards. I expect them to be down against uh, the Chargers pretty much all game. They're going to have to throw it. They're going to use um, Etienne more than Robinson uh, for receiving purposes. 16 and a half. He's hit this in both games already this year, and they're going to be throwing it even more in this game. So, love all five of those. Uh, I think that's a times ten pick. And if that goes one for five or two for five, that's going to look back and it's going to be a crazy Sunday. Um, as for college football, 
Michael Meyer, at least, a worst-case scenario is a push. He's going to get four catches. I think he goes way over. Singleton's going to play three quarters. He should get 85 rushing yards. Deuce, like, this is, I feel if we go times five on both days, guys, um, I'll give away $100. That's how confident I'm in these two plays. I want to see you guys telling it low. I want to see you guys screenshot. You guys know the slip. Put it in power two. Choose, choose your favorite two. I don't care. Send it to Burgers I, and Bots I, Betting. Where do we send this? Send it to the Instagram account. Send it to the Twitter account. I want to see slips. Twitter, Instagram at Burgers and Brats. Let's make some money together this weekend. I'm out. <laughs> All right. Good picks. Thanks, Cole Harris. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's <laughs> go get them. That is our betting segment for Burgers and Brats. Burgers and Brats betting. Follow us on Twitter, um, Instagram, at Burgers and Brats. Thank you all for listening. Take care. Stay safe. Have a great weekend. Hopefully your team wins in college and the NFL.